What is up, guys, and welcome back to the Sweat It Out podcast. If you want to be successful, look inside. We don't like sitting in the discomfort. Then all of a sudden that day came when I got 20 bucks and two free drinks to do a show, and I was like, oh, shit, here we go, baby. You know? <laughs> Thank God she hasn't caught a chicken yet. Don't be soft. That patience is key. If all my friends are winning, then it's going to make me want to win more. And let's get this show on the road, guys. We are excited for today's podcast. We have a very special guest. He is an entrepreneur, coach, Christ follower, husband, father of twins. He helps coaches and consultants grow. Guys, Help us welcome the one and only La Payne. What's up, brother? How's it going, man? Man, I'm I'm blessed to be here. Uh, thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to, you know, chat with you guys. One, I love what you guys are doing. Thank you. Uh, and yeah, I'm happy to be here, man. We're pumped to have you as well. We're we've been excited about this one since since we got it on the book. So we're ready. Well, de- definitely ready. And obviously, we can definitely see how the success you've had. Love all the plaques, love all the awards, man. And, you know, one thing that stuck out to me from you, from following you, is, is the fact that you you show who you truly are. And I love how you are as a family person first, because I think that is, is very important when you show that side where sometimes, um, you know, we tend to, to not, I don't want to say hide, but we tend to uh, avoid um, and not make it part of, uh, of our internal being of showing like the importance of our family and our beliefs and all that. And I really kudos to you for doing that. It's doing a good job in, in showing that. Thanks, bro. Thanks. Uh, you mind if I kind of tell you a little bit about, uh, I, I just want to be transparent. Uh, originally when I was on social media, I was actually intimidated and afraid to actually, you know, put myself out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm this entrepreneur that has built multiple eight figure companies, but nobody had a clue who, you know, who built the companies or what the story was or any of that stuff. So for a long time, I actually didn't post or, you know, I didn't really put any of that content out there about, you know, who's behind any of the brands that we've built. And one of the things that I changed over the past two years was putting it out there because I see, I see the importance of, of having a role model and a uh, inspiration for other people. You know, really, if you're really in this space to really help people, you gotta do that. You have to do that because for me, man, it was always, I was always intimidated and scared, afraid, you know, people are going to judge me and all that kind of stuff. But really we got into fitness to actually change lives. And a lot of people look up to me. A lot of people look up to me for various reasons, you know, because of the success and, you know, all the stuff that we've accomplished, but more importantly, people will believe that things are possible in their life just by hearing a story like my story. Yeah. My story is crazy, man. So I have to, you know, I had to put that on my back because there's, there's certain people that Tony Robbins can't hit, totally. you know, mm-hmm. where I have to, I had to take initiative and I actually got called out by one of the, the coaches that I was actually coaching at the time. It was like, Hey, I've never heard of you until I saw, you know, uh, some of the success that you've had. Uh, so I didn't even know you existed and I've been in the game since 2009, but I hide behind the brand. So nobody even, everybody's clueless. And that was really the reason. So yeah, I'm excited to, you know, go forward with that mission, do a little bit more out there, being a little more vulnerable and really just making a bigger impact. So yeah, I mean, it's a difficult thing to do, right, is to put yourself out there. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of the people listening are are feeling that that stress of, you know, wanting to be authentic and, you know, put themselves in a position where people can get to know who they are and, and see the success that they're having and, and be able to share their stories. Before we even get into all the success you have, I mean, we could talk, I'm, I'm sure, for, you know, weeks about, yeah. you know, the tremendous things that you've done in your life and in your career. I would love to dive into, you know, those vulnerabilities, those things that really kept you back first and foremost from getting yourself and putting yourself out there so that the world can really get to know who law is. Yeah, let's do it, man. I'm a, I'm an open book. Love so, any, or would you like me to kind of tell you? Yeah, what, I mean, what you does? can, ri- yeah, you okay. can riff, you know, nobody knows it better than you do. 
Yeah, I think, man, I think, you know, as a kid growing up, uh, kind of how I'll kind of give you guys kind of a short story of kind of my uh, upbringing and kind of how I was raised. I grew up in an area where it was really hard to imagine success. Like I'm talking nobody in this town that I grew up in really made it out. I mean, it's about 98%. Everybody's in poverty. And my family tree looks like this, just so you guys can have some context. So I have about 30 uncles and aunts. Um, and I would say 70% of my uncles, aunts, and all my relatives did not graduate high school. 70%. The 30% actually graduated high school and they basically either end up in prison or sold drugs. So this, this is what I see. So I, as a kid growing up, I'm like, this is going to be me, you know, this is going to be me. Uh, and my mom, uh, growing up, bless her heart. She's like the strongest person that I know. I watched her literally grind. I'm talking about work three jobs and she raised three boys on her own. And I grew up without a father, a typical story for African-American kid, but watching my mom, like, like struggle did something to me as a kid to where I, I literally from the age 11 years old, I said, I have to do something different to change things for my family. So I put it on my shoulders that, Hey, I'm going to be the first person that goes to college and gets a degree, gets a job. And I'm going to come back, bless my mom for all the hard work that she's putting in now to really, you know, make sure that we actually get through school. Um, so not only that, I wanted to be that person in my family to move the needle. So I actually did that. I went to college, got multiple degrees. Uh, and I'm the type of person that gets really obsessed with things. I have like this addictive personality. So I always stayed away from things that were going to be bad because I knew what my traits were. So I never did drugs. I never did alcohol still to this day because I know I probably would like it. And uh, that would just be really, really bad for me because I saw those traits in my uncles and my aunts that ended up, you know, in bad situations. And I knew from the age 11 years old, if I'm going to be the person that moves the needle for my family, I have to sacrifice. I have to, you know, choose wisely. Otherwise, I'm going to be stuck in this, this crappy little town that I grew up in. So I ended up moving literally two weeks after high school to a completely new state. I knew no one, no one uh, actually got enrolled in college, made a lot of bad decisions as far as taking out student loans just from not having guidance. Yeah, I've been there. But, but it was it was better than the alternative of, uh, you know, staying in this little town where it would be pretty hard to kind of get out of it. So it was really good for me because I was very lucky you know, while my mom was working these three, four jobs in high school, elementary, uh, and all that kind of stuff, I was lucky that I had coaches that literally like were mentors and father figures that picked me up for games, had little talks that I will, I will always remember how impactful that was. And I think that's why I got into the coaching space because I wanted to be that person that also blessed other people with the mentorship and having somebody that's got your back, somebody that's with you every step of the way. So when I became a father, man, like it's like, it's crazy because I feel like sometimes like, you know, I imagine going to a, a game where my kids playing sports. And if I ever see a kid that's just by themselves, I'm going to look at like, that's my kid. I, it's, I feel like God is like saying, Hey, you need to bless that person. It's your turn. So that's kind of how I grew up. That's kind of my mentality. Uh, I do have a, a Christian uh, faith. So I think that's part of it as far as like my heart, kind of where I am mentally. Because uh, growing up, you know, man, with all the stuff that I've seen, I had to believe in something. You know, I had to believe that there was, you know, a higher power. So that's what's rooted in me, my wife, uh, and that's what we're going to instill foundation-wise with, with our kids. Uh, we recently had uh, two twins, uh, which was, man, the biggest blessing ever. Uh, me and my wife struggled to have kids for, 
for almost a decade. Like I'm talking as hard as we would prep for a bodybuilding competition back in the days when we were like competing, like we was, we was going hard to try and have a kid um, and going through all the steps. Cause we actually did the IVF thing for a while. Okay. So I was extremely, extremely motivated because I saw my future when I first met my wife. So I met my wife back in 2009 and I was managing a gym and I was like in that grind mode where I was doing PT sessions and trading time for money uh, and moving my way up to the corporate ladder. Uh, if you will, uh, I was charging probably around a hundred bucks a session. And I remember I was like, man, there's gotta be a better way because here I am waking up at five o'clock in the morning and I'm, you know, I'm going to work, not getting off till 6 PM like this, you know, I'm young at the time but I just graduated college and I thought somebody was going to tap me on the shoulders and say, Hey law, here's this magic job. You know, you got these degrees, like, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we want you to work for our company, but that never happened. Um, so it was crazy because I was doing personal training at 18 years old. That's how I actually paid my way through college was, you know, uh, basically serving at a restaurant uh, I sewed shoes at Foot Locker, and then I uh, was a personal trainer taking people through PT sessions at an apartment complex that I was uh, leasing. So it was it was crazy. Like here I am following my mom's footsteps. Mm-hmm. I was working three jobs and going to school full time, like really, really trying to figure out, you know, how to navigate this this thing that we call life and try to really ultimately create a better life to fulfill those promises that I made when I was around 11 years old. Um, but circle back to where me and my wife met, uh, we met at a gym that I was managing at the time. And it was like the craziest thing, man. It's like, when I saw her, it was like, I saw a unicorn. Like I saw my future. It was clear as day. And I had dated some incredible women in my life. Like I'm talking incredible, uh, really just good in all areas. But when you meet the person that you know you're supposed to spend the, your life with, it, it, your eyes, it's like seeing the matrix. So when I met her, I instantly saw a future. I instantly thought, I want to have a family. I want to have a home. I want to build a legacy. So as I'm, uh, as we're dating uh, from 2009 to, uh, I would say, basically, when we had the kids, like I was like so motivated and focused to make sure that we fulfilled that, you know, building a home and, and, you know, saving and having like a future. Uh, so as an entrepreneur, like my hustle, like it was, it was already there from, you know, watching my mom, totally. but then the fire was lit when I met my partner. And then I knew the things and things that I wanted to have with, with our future, so I'm motivated, not to mention I was, we were spending so much money doing those damn IVF treatments, bro. I had to like, I had to like take things to another level. Like I was forced and a lot of people don't really know why, you know, a lot of people that see me in these different parts of my life, like back in the day when I was a trainer, like people used to always say, well, oh my God, I can't believe you're selling so much in training. We've never even seen all this. Like you're breaking records, blah, blah, blah. But to me, it was like, it was nothing because my, my mental was like, I was just at a different level. I wanted bigger things than everybody that I was around. And even till this day, like when I talk about, you know, success and the goals that I have today, I sound like a crazy person because here I am, uh, I'm talking about, you know, making nine figures and there's very few people that really know what that means. Because, you know, to, to get to that level, you have to be a specific kind of person. And not a lot of people even have those kind of goals. But where we are in life and kind of where we're trending with the companies that we've built, do nine figures, we'll do that in our sleep. We'll do that in our sleep. And here I am, this, this Oklahoma kid that literally grew up in Muskogee, Oklahoma, one of the worst places ever. If I can have that kind of success, guess what God would do for you? He would bless you too. You still got to work hard. You kind of, you got to take your lumps. You got to go through the trials and tribulations because that's part of the process. And that's what sports taught me that I think people have to go through. And I'm talking about, you know, wrestling, 
like you're going to get your ass kicked. Oh, yeah. You're going to get knocked down. And that's the part that a lot of people miss, especially the generation today. Like they're cuddled, they're soft. Mm-hmm. They're not willing to go through the adversity uh, due to, you know, parents being in better positions and they're just not letting their kids kind of go through that type of adversity. But that is life. Life is always, it's never going to be perfect. You're always going to have roadblocks. So I champion that stuff. Like I champion the struggle, like the pain, the humiliation, the anger, the stuff that I dealt with, like as a kid, a little bit of depression thing, not feeling like I was good enough. Like, like I champion that stuff because that stuff was the things that propelled me to get to the level that I am right now. It builds a different human. It really does build a different human, you know? Oh man. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's the hunger, it's the desire, it's, it's the drive. It's the stuff that you can't teach. Like you can't teach that kind of stuff. So sorry, I get excited. Nah, so nah, it's good. It's good. I know, it, I know both of us, it. you know, you're telling your story and I, I, I'm peeking over at Mendez and I know both of us are like, man, we hear a lot of ourselves and what he's saying, man, you know, like we both come from, you know, hard income families. Like my, my mother uh, went to jail for, for a little bit of time. So like we, we get it, man. You know, it's, it's, it's not always easy, but you build a different type of mental resilience than the people who yeah. just walk through life. Like, Oh, I can do whatever I want because opportunities have always been available to me. You know, I walk in a door and everybody already knows me cause they knew my dad or they knew my mom. It's like, well, I know him and myself, like we've never had those opportunities. Ever. You know, we've had to work fucking hard as shit for everything that we've got, you know, but again, it allows you when you do come to those, those, you know, roadblocks in life to say like, all right, put, put your fucking head down, put the blinders on, remember the goal at hand and keep driving. Totally. You know, cause that's, that's the difference maker between the people who, you know, make six figures and the people who make nine figures. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing yeah. too, like we're sharks. Yeah. 100%. 100%. We always do this. Yeah. We don't go backwards. We go forward. And mm-hmm. another thing too, like mention, like, you know, I th- I, the level of appreciation you have for your mom, right? Seeing what she's done, seeing the amount of hard work she put in a- and loving her for what she was doing at that moment and giving her her best and then understanding as well, well, I don't want to have to burn myself out my whole life. I want to start working smarter, right? And and understanding like, man, that level of hard work that you started implementing yourself, doing two, two three jobs, um, because you saw your mom doing that and you inherit that trait, which I think it was, it was also a great thing at that moment that you were in your life because it did take you out of a certain stage of your life to put you in a different stage. But then you realized, well, how can I now elevate this stage where I can make myself a, a smarter working individual because I want to live this life with my wife. I want to have kids. I want to be able to do this. I want to have more freedom. And you've been an example of that. You've been an example of that. And it, it's something that not everybody can do. Not everybody can do. And it turns, it takes a certain level of mentality and grit and, and wanting, right? And courage to be able to pursue the dream that you're living today, which I'm sure you still, like you were saying, you have some crazy goals. You have some stuff there that you probably, you probably tell people and they'd be like, what? But <laughs> with that shark mentality, you're going to get there. You're going to get there. Um, and it takes that certain level of focus. And I do want to talk a little bit about that because, um, I know at the same time, I believe that, you know, we do, we are born with certain things, but at the same time, we also inherit and we also build on certain things through our life. What are certain things that you had to learn specifically to keep that confidence or gain that confidence or level of mindset to get you to where you're at today? What were some of those like key, maybe one to three things that you're like, you need to have this, you need to have this and you need to follow this every day. So when I started putting myself at different tables, I mean, in position to basically be around people that were similar to us, like people that thought had mindset, had goals that was similar. Like I'm talking like these crazy entrepreneurs where we just sound like a bunch of nerds. Like when I, when I started to like get around people, cause it's hard as hell to find people it is. Yeah. like that. Yes, like, it is. like, like you have to like go to seminars. You have to, I mean, as cliche as that is, you have, and that's an investment that will, that will bless you 10 times because you get to sit at the table with people that are similar that's one thing that really opened my mind. So I go to events all the time 
at least one. I hate doing it. Like I hate doing it. Like I'm sitting there like, like self-consciously trying to talk my way out of it. But when I get there, I'm like, Oh, so I, I force myself to do it every single year, even though I rather, you know, sit in my office, close clients, manage and micromanage people and make sure, you know, everybody's doing what they should be doing. Like, I, because I'm so busy, I'm so busy. But when I go to those events, this is what it teaches me. When I go to those events, like we start talking about, you know, what we're doing in business, the different tactics, different strategies that we're applying. We start talking about routine and we're like, we'll get like these places that we'll rent together so we can literally be with each other all the time. So when I, when I'm exposed to that, I start to really uh, dissect like what, what's our daily routine? What time are you waking up? What are you doing when you get up? Are you working out? Are you, you know, get, get doing a cold shower? Are you meditating? Are you praying? Are you spending time with your partner? Are you uh, like, what is your routine? Is fitness in that? And what I've figured out, man, is we have like highly successful people. And I determine success by people that are, you know, um, uh, high net earners. So you don't have to make money to be successful. But in this context, with these group of people, that's what I'm referring to. Like we have the same routines, like same routines. We wake up early as shit. I'm talking about early and we get some time for ourselves. Uh, and if you are married, some people are, or, or may not be married. You spend a little bit of time with your partner. You pray, you meditate, you read a book, uh, check a couple emails, and then you either work out and then you hit it. Like, and I mean, hit it at a different level, not like where people clock in, mm -hmm. oh, I'm at work. I'm going to be here from nine to five. I'm talking about the stuff that we accomplish in a nine to five. It'll take people weeks to do. Because I'm telling you, when we go in, like we're obsessed, up. we're obsessed. Like we are like sharks. Obsessed. Like, and we're going to, bro, we're going so <laughs> fast. It's like, it's not the monster. It's not the, the Red Bull. It's just the drive because we know it's 24 hours in a day and we need to optimize that stuff to really, because we have goals. You know, we got whiteboards, we got people counting on us, we got people you know, that we need to pay back yep. that's invested in us. You know, we got grandma, we got our mothers, we got our fathers, we got the people that really put that time in that we want to one day go back and say, Hey, I'm blessing you. Like the other day, man, I went to Oklahoma, check this out. One of my old coaches that did so much for me, he did so much for me. I feel like I feel like he, he literally saved my life. Like if, if it wasn't for him, I don't know where I would have navigated. Like when I was in high school, because I didn't really, you know, I was this athlete, right? So I was playing a bunch of different sports and I was good at all the sports, but the relationship that we developed, the bond, the chemistry and what he did for me in terms of like stepping in for that parent that I didn't have. Cause my mom was never at any of the events. I don't even know who my dad was. So I'm this kid that's just out there. Like he took care of me in ways where I felt indebted to him. And I, I, I'm not telling people to do this, but I come back like to Oklahoma because he's still, he's still that guy that's coaching people changing lives and being a blessing to everybody else. So what I did was is, you know, cause I'm in this financial situation where, you know, I got all the money in the world. I just, it, it's, it's something that, that I need to do. So I went back and basically put in a little uh, McDonald's bag. Cause he liked to eat these, uh, these little, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, something from McDonald's, like this little meal, I text one of his sons who was also one of our coaches. What's his favorite snack? What does he like to do in the morning? And I said, Hey coach, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, I was just wondering if I could stop by, uh, grab you some breakfast. You want anything? And I already knew what he wanted. I already knew what he wanted because I had it already uh, purchased. But what I did is I put a hundred thousand dollars in cash wow. in this bag. So there's no food in here. He's like, so damn, this is a heavy McDonald's bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what'd you get me? You got me that 50-piece yeah, McNugget. Had no clue. He had no clue. So he's like, uh, he's opening up this bag. You know, I have his stuff with bunches of, like, trash and paper to kind of make it, you know, look like it's something that is not. 
uh, and I say, Hey coach, you mind if I go to the restroom real quick? And I got, I got my video team here. That's kind of like recording it. Uh, cause I know, man, if I see, I'm just going to like tear up like a little bitch. I'm like going to be crying <laughs> because this is a huge moment. So I step out and you know, he's opening up the bag and I peek around the corner and I'm seeing his face and he's like, you know, he's this humble guy. Like, I can't take this. And I'm like, coach, I, I, I need you to take this. Like whether you use this to, you know, for something personal for yourself, you need to go take a vacation coach. Cause I know how hard you work. Like every single summer, he's like camps. Like there's no off season with this guy because it's so vital for the kid's success, you know, uh, and cause he's, a, he was one of our wrestling coaches and it's so pivotal because a, um, in wrestling, uh, did you, did you wrestle Minda? Yeah, I wrestled, uh, I wrestled. Okay. Well, you know, so you know how hard it is. Like, 100%. and I grew up, I grew up in Oklahoma where bro wrestling was like, it was like Iowa, Oklahoma, like we're one thing. of the top. Yeah. Yeah. So kids typically got to wrestle all year round to be average. So our coach invested all that time, you know, taking us to camps, getting us in these crazy tournaments, driving us in these, you know, his, his suburbans. And the coaches so, do that. They'll, they'll literally, uh, they'll live their life for you. It's insane. As, as you get older, like as a kid, I was like, it's your job. You know, you're supposed yeah. to do this, mm-hmm. you know, but as you get older and like, you get like more context, you like, what the hell? Uh, these people were crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. And he's only making this much money. Like I, it just put everything in a perspective. And I, I just saw like him as a completely different type of person. Now he was always incredible in my mind, but this like blew it. I was like, if I ever get in a position, you know, I'm coming back to bless people like you. I got, I got, I got a list. I got a hit list. My grandma, my mom, like you guys, you guys are like over the top. Like you giving me too much. It's my turn, you know, especially when I'm in my prime and I can do it and I can figure out different strategies to, to get my message out, to deliver a service that's going to impact and change people's lives. But if I am ever in a financial situation, you know, when I do make it, I want to be charitable with the money. I don't want to be this person that's like, you know, out here being flashy and not, not making an impact, totally. you know? So I feel and like I, if I, you guys I want to stop you real quick, because I really love that you mentioned about, you know, that financial position, because I think when you learn to have a good relationship with money and people realize like when you make money and you have money, you can do a lot of good with money. You can, like yourself, you know, you can go do those kind of things when you have money. You can get certain resources or give certain resources to, to others who don't have it because you're making that money. When you have a good relationship for money with money and you understand what money can do for others, you can really drive impact like like you're doing. If you ever reach success, the only way to have true success is helping other people, which is why I coach coaches, which is why I coach clients. But the impact is, is what you do with those blessings. Like, I mean, you, sure, pay your bills, do all the stuff that you want, build a house, like do all that basic stuff. But if you're make, if you got enough, if you have enough, you have to give back. Totally. Like I was challenged like by my accountant. It's crazy. My accountant was calling me out. Like people always challenge me to like these, it's like, Hey, you know, I'm doing your taxes. You know, I'm looking at your charitable donations. Like, you know, you're killing it, but I'm gonna need you to step this up. Like I'm gonna need you to really bone up, step this up. Uh, get charitable. I know you have a good heart. You probably don't know how this is going to help you uh, liability wise, but it'll help you. It's either you give it to them or you give it to them. Which one do you choose? Mm-hmm. So when, when that is sometimes somebody just needs to say something. And to me, I thought I was really charitable, but you know, when somebody calls you out and says, Hey, this would be really cool. If you did something like this, this would be one of your biggest flexes right here. And last year, one of our most proudest things that we did is we actually gave seven figures to charity. Wow. Last year, seven figures. So a lot of people that I know in my space, 
not a lot, but a, a handful of us, we we're all like that. I mean, imagine if more people did that though, right? Imagine, imagine how many more kids we, we like yourself or, or like us, you know, that, that we could uplift and, and pull out of these situations, you know, that seem insurmountable to them. You know, it's like, like you said, you know, you, you had a couple of great mentors. I know Mendez and I have talked about this, you know, on the podcast and off, like we wouldn't be anywhere today if it weren't totally. for a lot of the teachers and a lot of the coaches that we had, you know, cause it's tough, man. Like life sucks a lot of the time, you know, and if, especially as a young kid, as a young male who, you know, may or may not have the best role models, like from a male perspective, you know, you got to lean on those coaches, you know, your, your mother's got to, you know, my mom was a single parent too. Like if it weren't for my coaches driving me around, you know, like I, I wouldn't never been able to get to where I was, you know, or pushing me or telling me, you know, like, Hey man, it's, it's okay. You're gonna be all right. Like, you know, yeah. you're, you're gonna be fine. You're gonna be doing great things. Like you just got to put your head down. You got to, you got to keep moving forward. You got to keep working on your craft, whatever it is, right. Refine, refine, be that person that you want, that you never had, you know? And if we, if we, if more of us could do this, right. And I know Mendez and I have done a little bit here, here in Miami in our communities with our own families, and we want to do more of it, you know, it'd be, like you said, it'd be a totally different world out there, you know, and, and people wouldn't, people wouldn't be so divisive because they, they start to understand that like, not everybody's out to get you. You know, some people are there to help pick you up if it's you're true. ready to receive and allow it. that advice, right? If you're ready to receive the help, you know, and, and you know, thank God that there's people like you out there, man, who are in a position and, and willing to put seven figures down plus and for their community, for these people who are doing the things necessary. You know, everyone thinks like, oh, that, that that's never going to come my way, right? That, you know, I'll never... I'll never be recognized as the person who can do these great things, make an impact in, in your life or in the lives of others. And it's like, it's not true. You know, it's not true. Like you will be blessed if, if you go out there and bless other people. It's true. Yeah. I agree. Now, Alon, when, it, when it comes to, you know, building a lot of the success that you have in your life and, uh, and doing some of the amazing things you've done, I would definitely love to dive in a little bit about, you know, when did you get your first start, you know, on building the businesses that you have today and you know you as your coach and you as a business owner and entrepreneur where did you see what was that that important moment of like this is how i need to operate this this is how i can scale these things this is how i can create those nine that nine figure business how did that start for you and then how did you evolve from there mm, this it went back to you know having God put people in, in my life. I was lucky. I was blessed. Uh, I'll take you guys back to 09, kind of when me and my wife first yeah. met and kind of that journey. Um, when I met her, like I said, it was like seeing a unicorn. I, was, I saw my future. So we ended up going on dates and, you know, kind of the rest was history. But along that journey, we were both in kind of the same space where we were uh, in drug-free bodybuilding. Uh, we've, we're both, you know, some of the top athletes. She actually won eight world titles, oh, undefeated, wow. never lost, uh, which Shout motivated out. me. Yeah, which motivated me. I ended up winning one world title uh, before it was all said and done. But when we were kind of in that that phase of our life, we were uh, just getting started with like coaching, and I was still working um, in the corporate space as a as a trainer. Um, but what really changed everything was, or I guess the aha moment was when I had just got another job at a, at a gym and they wanted me to run like five of the clubs and it was like a six month contract. So everything was, was going pretty well. And at the end of the six month contract, um, I had asked for a raise. So I was being called into like this, this board meeting, speak with all the higher ups and talk about, you know, let's talk about SWOT analysis. Let's talk about why you deserve X, Y, Z. And before I kind of get into that, I had just asked my wife to marry me like two weeks before. So keep that in mind. Uh, and we were like in the heart of like getting ready for the world championships this year. So we're like probably like 12 weeks out from like the show. So I'm already like low on carbs. I'm tired, mm -hmm. you know, focus, you know, I got like this, this job. So I'm like feeling super cocky and arrogant. I'm managing all these trainers. We're killing it. We're hitting goal. And I'm like, yeah, they're going to give me a raise. Cause I'm fucking the man I'm killing it. 
let's go. This was my mindset back in those days. So I go into this meeting, just asked my wife to marry me two weeks ago, right? Go into this meeting and, you know, I'm sitting down and I just basically come out with, you know, something like, Hey, I think, uh, you know, last six months has been incredible. You know, this month is what we hit. We crushed goal. Uh, next six months, we're going to crush goals too. Um, what do you guys think about giving me a, I think I asked for like a 10, 15% raise. It was nothing crazy. Um, and they said, no. Yeah. They said no, which was shocking to me. Like flat it was out. shocking to me. Yeah. They said no, but I thought they would counter and say, no, we'll just, let's just keep the same contract. You know, I kind of was optimistic. I was like, well, if they say no, it's all good. Cause I make a lot of money. You know, I'm doing six figures as a PT, like and managing these, you know, trainers. So let's, it's all good. Uh, just got married, got job security. Like I can figure out a plan from there, but they said no to a point to where it was so awkward to where I literally ended up getting fired. Like I remember it was so awkward because I had a meeting like two hours right after that with like the staff. Um, but they basically said no with no ultimatum. So to me, I got fired in that moment. That was an aha moment. So I'm, I'm super embarrassed. Like, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking crushed this. I've never faced anything like this. And it was, it was, I was not prepared for that. So here I am picking up this, this, this box and I'm putting all my shit in it. My employees is like looking at me and I'm trying not to cry. I'm trying not to tear up. You know, they're asking me questions. Hey, what's going on? Meet, meeting still in two hours. We're, we're, you know, I'm just, I, I don't, I, I can't even hear them. I'm just like, I'm on deaf ears at this point, like just shaking, grabbing all my shit, walking out of this place, trying to really figure out what the hell am I going to say to my fiance? You know, cause I'm like, I'm just shook. And it's about 12 o'clock. So it's around noon right now. She's a, uh, she was a massage therapist at the time. So she still had, uh, had about six hours before she gets off. So I go home at the place that we're uh, leasing together. It was like this duplex uh, in a town kind of close to where we are right now. And uh, I'm just sitting there for like six hours, like crying, trying to figure out what the fuck am I going to do? You know, I was counting on that check. I was, you know, this, this is like the, my world. Uh, But long story short, what ends up happening is my wife, she gets, she gets off of work and she already knew something was up because, you know, we text back and forth, you know, How's it going? Miss you. you oh, know, they know right stuff. away. Yep. They know. They know well, before. She, she, yeah, she knew as soon as she got in the house. She was like, "Hey, well, tell me what's up." I knew. <laughs> yeah, I knew something was up. I don't know if somebody said something or what, but you know, she knew. So she gets to the house, and you know, eventually, I have to tell her what the hell's going on. Like, hey, um, I got fired, and you know, I'm crying, trying to, you know, telling her this story, and she's, <laughs> she, you know, she's like, "It's okay." It's okay. You're going to be, you're going to be fine. I know who you are. I'm not worried at all. And I'm sitting there like, let's go. That's all I fucking needed. I was like, oh my God. She was like, I know you'll figure it out. Literally. Because here I am. I'm this guy that I could sell anything. These clients are here because of me. So what did I do? I sit there and I created a plan instantly. When she said, you're going to be okay. My mindset went, I was like, okay, I'm going to contact all my clients and I'll just take them somewhere else, which is not what I would advise people to do, but that's what I did in that situation. Uh, and basically took all my clients and I was actually making double the money. Cause now I'm paying, I'm not paying 50%. Mm-hmm. We've been that. there. Yep. We've been, been there. Yeah. So I did that, but this is what happened to me. So here I was making double the money. I'm making my own schedule on my own boss when I was started out on my own and it was great. It was great. Six months into it. I was like, man, fucking hate this. I was like, and all I'm doing is bitching to my wife. Right. Cause she's the one that's listening to this. She's like, you're making great money. You got, you got all your clients. Like what, what, what do you want? I was like, babe, like this is not filling my cup. Like I'm still tied. I'm still strapped. Like, I feel like we could be helping people all over the world. Why not just put together, let's team up. Let's, let's, let's build, let's, let's, let's put this online. And back then, 
there's no such thing as online coaching. No. So I'm telling her what, this. What year is this now? This was probably 2000, early 2000, I would say 12, 13 ish. Okay. So yeah, definitely. 12, 13 ish. Definitely no online coaching. Well, we were all, we were already doing online coaching or what we thought. Yeah. We thought we were already online coaching. Uh, Cause th- when we did shows, people will always hit us up. Hey, you know, you guys are the world champions. We, we want to work with you. So we're, we're in our mind. We're already, we already gave us ourselves that title, but we weren't, we were not online coaches. We just had some clients that we would work with online. Uh, but what I really wanted to do was help people all over the world. Because if I'm just working with like this small group of people, I can't pick, I can't work with my dream clients. I, I got to work with, you know, who walks in the gym, mm-hmm. you know? So I got to put up with bad attitude, uh, Mrs. Jones that really ain't serious about her goals, that type of shit. Whereas if I really create a business and put it online, I can help people all over the world, all over the world that will one, pay me one, that's very, very important. And two, people that are exactly the type of client that I want to work with. Like, because I, I want, I train, we transition to working with just women. And it's because I feel like women have the most struggles with hormones, with health issues, you know, putting themselves on the back burner. And I wanted a challenge. Working with athletes, that's, we, we were already doing that. And we weren't getting filled. We we were getting nothing out of it. Here we were getting these people even more shredded to do a show. And they're winning all these titles. And we're like, fuck that. So difficult. And what are we doing? We're just helping people that's fit be fitter. Like, what are we really doing? Let's really put our skills to the test. Let's put our education. Let's put our experience. Let's help the people that really need help. So we had to, like, change our mission. And we transitioned real quick. Let's help the people that are really struggling. Let's go after women, the hardest market. Let's go after women, 35 to 45, the people that have like given up on them goals. Let's change their lives. So when I'm sitting there, you know, talking to my wife, it's no convincing. She's like, yeah, I've been waiting on you to do this. Let's do this. So here I am, you know, like I said, 2011, 12-ish. I can't remember exactly when it was where we started to test and really put a business online and really put it out there uh, and try to make that switch kind of half chew in where we were like, Hey, let's, let's, let's run some ads. Let's advertise. Let's post on our social media that we're open for business in our mind. That's what advertising was like, right. You just get on social media and say, Hey, I got online coaching packages. I'm <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm here. This, this is what I thought. Yeah was marketing at this time. And this is why I say I was lucky. This is why I say I was blessed to have coaches and mentors. So here I am just spamming the shit out of my social media and all the people that follow me, because this is what I thought I I should do. You know, I went to school for business. They don't teach you any of this stuff. So I'm sitting there, you know, probably two weeks into it and I'm getting lots of bites. I'm selling packages. So in my mind, I'm like, Hell yeah, this is awesome. But that's not going to work long term. It's not going to work long. That's not how you build a business. That's 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 how you fail. That's how you fail. So what ended up happening is I had a friend that reached out uh, that said, hey, I see that you are uh, basically wanting to do some online coaching. Would you like some help with that? I'm an actual marketing major. I can help you with that. And I was like, first I was like, hold up, bitch. What are you talking about? You hate <laughs> on my marketing? This is what I was thinking mentally, you know? And, and he's like, uh, I actually went to school for marketing. You went to school for business. So I can help you if you really want to get help. So I had to, in that moment, I had to humble myself. I had to humble myself and be honest. Like, okay, yeah, I don't fucking know what I'm doing. Um, let's, uh, yeah, show me what to do. So what ended up happening is he taught me about advertising, marketing, how to put up an actual website, how to get leads, how to attract your ideal client. Like he taught, he taught me the game. He taught me the game and he's still my mentor to this day and forever bless him and his family. We fly him all over the place to all of our vacations 
because he is one of the reasons we are where we are. And if it wasn't for people like that, dude, the world wouldn't be the way it is. So true. But that ended up happening for our coaching business. That's how I got it, like into the online uh, space and being an entrepreneur, like a real entrepreneur. And I'm telling you, we had so many clients, we had to hire other coaches. Like it, it got to a point where we were like, dude, uh, we, we it blew our mind as far as the expectations uh, with, with the results that we got. Cause n- not only we already knew we could give people great results. We already knew that, but we just wanted other people to believe that. So we had this chip on our shoulder, like chip, like massive chip, because here we were, you know, we were the best in the world in this little bitty sport called natural bodybuilding. Nobody even fucking knows what it is, but we were like, we had like this chip on our shoulder. So everybody that we coached, we wanted them to look like fucking Photoshop people. So when you look at our clients and the way they look, that's their expectations too. When we originally started, because we were taking on these competitors and these clients, but we transitioned into more of like everyday weight loss type people. And that right there was the biggest thing for us because we were like real happy with what we were doing and the people that we were serving. So that started, we got so many clients and because we had so many clients, we ended up starting another business and we started a supplement company uh, because we didn't know and trust any of the supplement brands out there that we were referring. And we didn't really get a big percentage of the kickback. So we were like, Hey, let's start our own supplement company. We already know exactly what formulas work, what actual ingredients work. So let's make some custom, some kick-ass that we know our customers need and will love. So we started our supplement company. Um, so we had about two, what's 3, the name of the company? Clients. Yeah. What is it? Uh, heart body supplements. Awesome. Where can, yeah, we, we started where can people that. find it? What's the plug? What's the link? Uh, we're everywhere. Walmart, Target, Amazon, Oof. GNC. Yeah. Um, but we started that company and this is, this is what, 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 what was crazy. Uh, cause we only had like two to 3000 clients that, you know, that we were actually serving at that moment. Only. Uh, but we, <laughs> yeah. we, we didn't have a lot of clients to like start a supplement company, but mm-hmm. we were like, you know, we're with bold. We were like, Hey, let's start with low minimums. Let's just let our clients buy it. Uh, but we got called out. We had a client that said, Hey, why are you guys just limiting this to just, you know, people that work with THT? Like, why can't we have our family and our friends buy these products? Because these are great. Like, let's go, let's, are you guys trying to help people? Like one of our clients was calling us out. We were like, what the, Oh, well, okay. Well, yeah, I don't know why we didn't do that. I was like, well, okay, we'll open up the floodgates. Anybody can buy it. So then we listed the products on other marketplaces like Amazon, like Walmart. And then we started running ads to our store and we literally went from zero to over this year alone, this one year, we're going to do over $50 million. Incredible. Congrats. In sales with that company. Congratulations. And it's all because it's, thank you. It's all because we, we have the courage, but I feel like God puts you in like certain situations, man. Like if it wasn't for that client, if it wasn't for those mentors, if it wasn't for me seeing that unicorn, my wife, if it wasn't for those things, none of this stuff would have happened. I feel like, you know, when you fail, cause I failed so many times, I failed more times than I succeeded, right? Like the failures is what leads you to the places that you're ultimately going to be, but you just gotta, you, you gotta keep moving. You can't stop. You can't, you can't break just because things aren't going your way because of failures, man. And I always tell people, look, you're going to fail more than you succeed. Amen. Like success is not like this. This is not success, right? This is not success. This is what people think. No, it's not. Oh, it's like this. It's it's more like this. Uh, A lot uh, of valleys, a lot lot of valleys. Yeah. Yeah, It's like, sorry, but this is, uh, Mm. this is how it is. But if you get a mentor, you can kind of get there a little bit faster because they will tell you the mistakes. Uh, so you don't, you don't make them. Yeah. So. Yeah, man. I, wow. I, I, I knew at the beginning of this podcast, you were going to be fucking bringing the heat, man. And, and you delivered tenfold. So, you know, we're, we're running a little short on time. I know Mendez is going to have a quick question to ask you. He likes to wrap up with, 
Where can, before he does that, where can people find you at? Where can they get your coaching? Where can they buy the products? Well, I know you mentioned them, but one more time, never hurts to, to add another plug. Uh, and then I'll let him finish it off strong. Yeah, our products, you guys can find it on Walmart, Target, Amazon. Um, they're in stores too. So uh, we're actually about to launch an energy drink. Uh, by the way, guys, hit me up with you guys' address and I'll, I'll hook that. you guys sure. up with Thank our brand new energy lot. drink. Awesome. Yeah, we're, we're launching it August 16th. It's called OMG Energy. Uh, we got products from greens powder, superfoods, uh, organic, uh, vegan greens, uh, greens powder. We have detox, fat burners, pre-workouts. I mean, we have everything that general uh, people would like to use. Uh, plus we use some of the highest quality ingredients, like organic ingredients in a lot of our products. So a lot of people yeah. will like that. Uh, our coaching products, uh, if you guys go to any of our uh, social channels on Instagram, Hard Body Coaching, or if you go to uh, Hard Body Supplements, you guys will see all that stuff. Uh, as far as like getting coaching for me, I am completely booked, uh, but I do have a, a team that uh, basically works under me where you basically can get help from an actual team. So if you are a coach or a trainer, uh, we have a beginner level program called the breakout program. It's mostly for people starting out looking to break out from their nine to five or the one-on-one -on -one model and actually build a six figure, a six figure uh, coaching business uh, that a lot of people are tapping into and just killing it. Love it. I yeah, so. really appreciate that, man. And once again, law man, sharing, hearing your story, what you've gone through, like you said, more failures than successes, but those successes have been very rewarding and being able to give back to the community and, and, and just continue with that mission. I think it's beautiful how everything has been able to, like you said, God land blessings in your life and you were able to capitalize on them. Cause I think sometimes many people have blessings that fall, but they forget to capitalize them or take action on those steps. So the fact that you did that kudos to you, brother, you, you're an example for a lot of people out there. And like, I like to finish it off on every podcast. What is the one biggest piece of advice you can leave off to all our listeners today in one single sentence? Mm. never stop grinding Ooh. no matter what the results are be relentless it's not going to be easy just fucking do the work that's what it's all about you guys heard it from the shark himself Woo! appreciate you coming on brother thank you so much for dropping this insight yeah thanks for having me guys you guys heard it from the legend himself hope you guys love this episode and as always peace out much love If you guys love this episode with Law of Pain, I know I'm motivated as hell, so you better be too. If you enjoyed this episode, just like every other episode that we put up every Tuesday and Friday, make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. We appreciate you. If you want to give us a little bit of feedback, hit us with a rating and review. We love you guys. Until next time.